What's up? It's your boy Usher. What's up, y'all? This is Beyonce. Yeah, it's your boy Chris Brown right here. Playing nothing but the best. It's the KOP Aftermath. Right here, so keep it locked. It's the KOP Aftermath. You're, you're locked into the man. Check, check, check this out. Here we go. It's time. You're live and in the mix with ATL Zone. KOP, Kenny Lucas. Yo, what's going on? This is Jersey Drake. Hi, this is Rihanna. Hey, what's up? This is Ludacris. What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. You're, you're rocking with the band. It's the number one station blazing the airway. Right here, so keep it locked. What's up, y'all? This is Beyonce, and you're listening to my station. Powered by the Core <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, we're good, guys. Got the camera rolling. We're ready to go. So we're going we gonna to get on with it. Uh, <laughs> whoopsies. No, it's okay. No, it's really okay, because it's going to be a fantastic podcast today. We're live at the Huey Lee Recording Room, of course. This is the KLP Aftermath Season 4. Hopefully, you guys are ready for another podcast. Hopefully, you guys are ready for another exciting week, because... Because we've got a lot of things going on this week. Of course, we've got uh, new podcasting to come out. We've got Swanky 93.3 The Heat to come out. We've got a special announcement regarding my documentary to come out as well. So I'm super excited for this week because there's just so much, so much content we got to get to you guys out here this week. And it's going to be exciting. It's going to be a fun week. It's going to be a long week. I am now officially... Uh, week six in my first course of graduate uh, school. So if you guys didn't know by now, I am a grad student. And of course, I'm taking my first, my first course right now. And I'm on my sixth week out of eight. So we're almost done with my first class. So I'm excited. Uh, to be done with that and just to keep rolling. Then my second class comes up and, you know, we roll in for that as well. Of course, hopefully a lot of the students around the world are ready for another exciting week. I mean, it's a full kind of a full, full week. Right, T? Of course, guys, we got Tyrus Lester back in the building. He's in the studio. He's laughing because he forgot to cut the camera on, but that's OK. Um, students are ready for another exciting full week of classes, full week of college. So it's a whole bunch of things that's going down for sure. So we're not going to waste any more time for sure, because we've had a lot of recording to do, uh, T. We've got to do uh, this show and then we got to do Swanky 93.3 The Heat coming up next. But we're going to talk about two. I have two, not one, but two must watch list guys. Of course, this first one goes out to uh, uh, some of my co workers that told me about the show and they said they came to my office and a shout out to Aaron and Molly they came to my office and said hey yeah we've been watching that new Game of Thrones House of Dragons and then they were talking about it and I did not know what they were talking about at first but then I kind of caught on I caught on to what they were talking about I caught on to what they was talking about with the show and they came to me and they said Kennedy came to my office at Kennedy you watched the new Game of Thrones yet? The House of Dragons show yet? And I said, no. And it was like, what are you waiting for? And I said at first, like, I haven't been a Game of Thrones kind of guy, right? I know a lot of people talk about Game of Thrones and how good though that show was from HBO. And I, I just haven't dabbled into it. So my coworkers, colleagues, if you will, tells, tells me that, hey, you should watch that show because that is a show that you don't want to sleep on. It's starting from the very beginning, reimagined, redone, very beginning, watch the first episode. So yesterday when I got back from set, got home from set, and I was able to have some free time, and I've watched uh, the first episode of House of Dragons. And let me tell y'all, I got to say, I got to say, I'm hooked. 
I got to say, it's very interesting. I got to say it's a little gory, but there's a storyline there. Of course, the cinematic uh, editing and then the cinematic CGI that they have in some of the scenes and the acting was fantastic. And I actually enjoyed the show. Now, I am going to dabble a little bit review of the first episode. Of course, we only had the first episode. Second uh, second episode did come out yesterday, and I just I went to bed. I was so tired. I went to bed after. I couldn't stay up to watch it, so uh, maybe throughout this week, I will watch the second episode. But the first episode got me hooked, right? Because it's a show that I've never really dabbled on into before. It's you know, one of those shows that I just I haven't been interested in watching until my colleagues told me about it. So of course, you've got this village. You got the king, right? He wants everything to be right with him. And of course, you know, he has his, his, the queen that is uh, pregnant, right? And of course, they had a C-section. Of course, uh, the queen dies, the son dies. And now the daughter, the princess, is now heir to the throne, right? And of course, their uncle, the other prince, you know, he's out for vengeance. He wants to be king. He wants to take control. But, you know, that's not always the case. Of course, and they were, you know, there was a, uh, 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 I don't know what this called, the medieval where you had, you ride the horses and you have the staff, you try to knock each other off the horse. I forgot what that is called. That's a sport, equestrian sport that is. And, you know, it's been, it's been, they've been doing it. They've been battling it out. They've been duking it out, getting the favors from the king and the princess, right? So, that's pretty much it with the first episode. Of course, the uncle goes around killing people. Let me tell you, that scene, that scene was a little gory and I, you know, and I don't get grossed out with gory scenes nowadays. Cause I watched a lot of more gorier shows before. Of course, one show that I can think of from the top of my head T is uh, the girl from nowhere that's available on Netflix. That's an extremely gory show. Good show, by the way, but I'm used to the gory type shows, right? I'm used to it. So I ended up watching that first, that scene where the, the uncle and these names, I can't pronounce these names. That's why I'm kind of saying the, the king, the princess, the daughter, because I don't want to butcher the names actually on the show um, because words kick my butt sometimes trying to pronounce uh, these long Greek type words. So, um, of course, uncle goes out there and, of course, he has a, the, the, the gold cloak plan, I guess. I don't know. That's the name of that. Of course, going around to the town and killing people. And that scene was so gory, y'all. I mean, they were chopping hands off. They were chopping legs off. There was this one scene where, uh, I know we're PG show T, but we're going to talk about it. I mean, they were, you know, castrating the man, taking his, his, his manhood out of him. You know, it was, it was that type of scene. I'm like, oh, 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 <laughs> that's how I was. Cause you know, I mean, obviously I'm a, I'm a gentleman, right? It, it's, <laughs> I mean, and when, when gentlemen see scenes like that, you kind of, you kind of cringe up a little bit. You're like, oh, whoa, <laughs> it makes you feel funny. Like you can't really watch that. <laughs> but it was a good that was it was a good it's a good show guys give game of thrones house of, house of dragons a chance because um it's a good show it really is a good show um i see why people talk about it i see why people like it i am very interested to see the remaining of the seasons and i like it when i get into newer shows like this show t because now i have something that i can watch right i like to have these subscription services so that way i have it to where this is is somewhere is places i can watch there's shows that i can watch on my off time right so uh game of thrones house of dragons that's where i'm gonna start i know the original series game of thrones is now available on hbo max as well many many episodes we're just not i'm just i mm -mm. 
I, I, I'll, I'll start over. I will watch House of Dragons, and then maybe I'll go back and watch the original one because it's a lot of episodes when that first season, the first original. Um, but I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for the season. I, I like shows like this now. Um, let me tell you, from a cinematic standpoint, from a director standpoint, because if you guys don't know, I am a director, obviously. I like the first scene where they had a vignette type of scope of it. And if you guys don't know what vignette is, uh, is a film style where they focus on your main let's say your character is in the middle of your frame they focuses on that and then on the edges of the frame it, it darkens right that's what's called a vignette i use that a lot in photography um i liked how they use that in uh the first cutscene the first scene of the show uh, that was very interesting um to see that and that's just different because i i don't think i've ever seen that done in an actual cinematic show or movie well actually no i've seen that in movies but i haven't seen that in the show so that very very interesting uh for sure maybe that should that should be something i try for my upcoming films later in the future because that that i really do enjoy of course i do have one show that i'm gonna talk about and i think see i'm gonna talk about that show tomorrow on tomorrow's podcast because i've got to talk about this other show that i binge watch it has eight episodes right now selling the oc is finally out of course you got a new cast member you've got new agents you got brett and jason Obahan. they're coming back of course, making that money, selling real estate. And now they got three shows, right? Right. Uh, we haven't seen them in Selling Tampa, but it all started in Selling Sunset. Almost said Selling Sunshine and Selling Sunset. And then you got Selling Tampa. Now you have Selling the OC. Now, of course, you've got these uh, new talent agents. Of course, you've got uh, three the three Alexes. You got Alex Hall and Alex Jarvis and Alex Rose. I mean, there's three Alexes in there. You got uh, Tyler. Uh, you've got, uh, I forgot the other guy's name already. Uh, Tyler, Justin, I think that's the other guy's name. I don't know. Brandy, Polly. Polly's one of my favorites in this show. And of course, there's real estate, but there's a little bit of drama between the Alexes and, and there's drama going in there. Of course, you've got uh, uh, Kayla right kayla or carla is i think it's kayla of course she's the new agent as well and she's she's flirting with with, with uh a tyler and you know tyler is married to i want to say and that's i hope that got that person's uh, name right as let me get google up so i don't butcher this but of course you've got you've got kayla flirting with the with the other agent who's married to britney snow if you guys don't know about britney snow britney snow is the uh actress that we all know very very well it's a good show guys it's really it's more okay i am very thankful for shows like this and i can't even get the, the cast member up it just says brett and jason obaheim um the cast members there's drama right and for every show guys drama sales <laughs> i know that's hard to say but drama does sell when you're trying to make a show um i'm glad that there's a little bit of drama so it gives us entertainment but i'm glad that they're educating us about real estate right we all in every show from them i'm gonna I'm critique it a little bit because we all know about selling tampa selling tampa was a show that was criticized right because you've got these beautiful minority women african-american women and in that season we all saw the drama we didn't really see the selling part we didn't see the selling the real estate part and it made us look like black oh black people all about the drama that's a huge no-no by the way 
So it's good to see shows that has drama, but also educates us. And I really do want Selling Tampa to be a good show too. educate us about real estate. It's, and it's half drama, right? Because if you just solely buy real estate, it's not, it's not a show that Netflix is want to pick, pick it up. Sell us something. Teach us something while having the drama. And that's what I think selling uh, the OC has it. Selling Sunset has it where you're selling real estate. You're understanding the market of real estate. But then you got some drama into it, too. Right. So congratulations to Brett and Jason Oppenheim. Those are the brothers. Hey, they busy like they got shows. They're going to parties, premieres, and then they're they're actually doing real estate. So uh, congratulations to the twins. Um, I love them. They're they're awesome. They're cool. They're cool guys. Based off what I see on their shows, I would like to meet one of them or both of them one day, maybe one day. But uh, I like shows like this. I like shows that educate us. A little bit of drama because, again, like I say, drama sales. Drama sales in today's society, but they're selling some real estate. The first episode I saw, it was 100, and, and this is in Selling OC, by the way. Uh, that first episode, they right off the gate, selling the house, and the house was $106 million in Orange County. Los Angeles. It was it was a beautiful house too. I looked at it and I was I was again I was at home. This was after I watched House of Dragons, and I saw this show. Of course, it was fun. it got released on Netflix, so I binge watched it all night um, to do a formal review for you guys today. Hundred and six million dollars for that house, and I'm like, whoa. And some of the scenes I saw, I'm like, whoa, okay, yeah, I see why that's worth 106 million. I the view, the house, the the uh, sauna that they had in the house, very fantastic. I see why that that house was worth 106 uh, million dollars. So guys, go check it out. Selling the OC. If you guys haven't seen all the trilogies, Selling the OC, which came out just recently, Selling Sunset, Selling Temple, those shows are good, right? Those are one of my best shows I like to watch from Netflix because they have it got they got it going on with Netflix with these shows. So I really recommend you guys checking that out checking out the show because the show selling OC is a little bit spicy it's a little little bit spicy when it comes down to it speaking of what's coming spicy this week of course today's show was brought to you by shell Purcells. i'm not your sugar mom of course if you guys missed last week's episode go check that out because we got another new episode coming out this wednesday at 9 a.m don't miss it it's going to be available on youtube and all major audio platforms again at shell Purcells. i'm not your sugar mama check her out uh, of course real quick guys we got to talk about wendy williams i know i know and I'm probably going to talk about her again on Swaking 93 uh, 93.3 The Heat. Um, I don't know. I We saw pictures of, of Wendy Williams leaving what looked like a treatment center. Uh, you guys don't know. Uh, Wendy Williams is a hit New York mogul, a TV personality, um, an investor, a producer. She's done a lot. But when, you, when you're in the content creation when you're a content developer a media star you know sometimes you you deal with a lot of stress right you deal with a lot of stress that comes down to it and i saw a picture of wendy williams and she looked crazy i'm sorry wendy i, I love you but you in that picture maybe it was a bad picture and they caught she just i don't know i i don't i can't really decipher how she's because i don't know her personally but 
I saw the picture of Wendy Williams and we saw I saw it on last night. There was a, a video of her leaving with her what looked like her manager or her bodyguard. I don't know. I just don't know. Guys, I do not know. I hope she is well. I hope she's mentally and physically well. But based off what I'm seeing, and this is just my opinion and what I'm saying, guys, I don't think Wendy Williams is well. She, her eyes, she looks like this. And for my audio people, you can't see it, but the video people, you can. Her eyes are bulge wide, like, and. I'm like, whoa, what? <laughs> what? Are you okay? Um, so again, because there's been speculation, guys, that you know Wendy Williams sh should be making her return to her show, and like I say, I'm never going to um, bash down my my community, my my African American community. I'm never going to bash down a celebrity that is that is black and wanting to come back to TV and wanting to go back to work. I'm never going to bash you for that, but I don't think Wendy is ready. I'm just saying, I, I'm I'm a little nervous. I'm a little, <laughs> I am a little nervous when it comes down to Wendy Williams coming back so soon, right? Because she looked crazy. Honestly, she looked like she's not ready. But maybe she is ready. Who who am I to say, right? Because we're only we're only here in Atlanta. She's up in New York. I just hope that she's really really ready to come back because social media has gotten worse. Right. We've 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 gotten worse when it came down to the Internet game. We did. So, again, it's just one of those things that I'm a little nervous about. But I, I do want to see her come back uh, and, and do her do her thing. You know, I really do. Of course, moving on next. Of course, we're going to talk about this tech news, guys. Get this. Uh, the next Apple Watch Pro could feature long rumored satellite function. Of course, we all know the Apple Watch has been a hot commodity over the years. Obviously, I do have one myself and I love it. I rock it every single day. It's one of those things that I genuinely enjoy rocking with, of course. Now, here is the, the article for over... A year has been rumored that Apple is working on the ability to bring satellite features to the iPhone. First suggest for the iPhone 13 series, this function may now uh, be available with the upcoming iPhone 14. We all saw speculations, guys, of the iPhone 14 at Apple's next event. Uh, I think it's coming, guys. And not to get sidetracked because we're talking about the, the Apple Watch. But I do believe that... The iPhone 14 will be announced very soon. Uh, I'm sticking with my iPhone 13, right? It's still good. You know, a lot of people are just getting iPhone 13s. Oh, now I want the 14. I'm good with what I got. Uh, while this function can help the iPhone user report emergencies in areas uh, without secular services, which is also good. Um, I think that's a good idea. It's now being discussed by Apple bringing its functionality to, uh, excuse me, to a new generation of rumored Apple Watch Pros. Of course, this information comes from Bloomberg's Mark German. Of course, I do know Mark German, not personally, but we featured him on the Vox News before. His, his reports are always good. In the Power on News uh, letter, according to the journalist, a new generation uh, of a not announced rugged Apple Watch Pro could have satellite features. I do think the Pro is coming and I, some sort of variation of the Apple Watch Pro because Apple can, right? Uh, we, I want to see the satellite function uh, built into the new iPhone, uh, the new iPhones and the Apple Watches simply because you're able to uh, report, like they say in the, in, the, in the scope here, you're able to report an emergency without cellular data, 
right? When let's just say, God forbid somebody gets into an accident, but if you get into an accident, right, and your your phone goes out of service, right? Now you're able to report your accident or report that you're in trouble without using your data because it sends up to the satellite. That's why I think that's a good idea. I'm also nervous about that, right? Because I know Apple, Apple's been pretty good with the privacy, but are they just saying, hey, we're going to make sure that it's protected or are they or are they're wanting more information from your your data, right? Where you're located, what car you drive, what's your social security number? And Apple's been pretty good about that, right? You we never I've never seen or heard of any breaches coming from Apple when it comes down to them wanting to tap into your device because you got personal information on your device. I've never seen that happen yet from Apple. But things can change a lot can happen with apple i'm very excited for that to introduce them they're introducing that new satellite uh feature when it comes down to the new iphones and the new um apple devices moving up next of course this is another favorite of mine another great uh day that's gonna happen september 3rd guys get this because you guys know i am a filmmaker a director and a movie goer of course movie tickets at many theaters will only cost three dollars for national cinema day i'm so excited for that because cinema day i I didn't even know that this happened guys but national cinema day is going to be happening on september 3rd and of course you can get for most movie theaters of amc or regal you can get movies for uh go to the movies for just three dollars it's a great great outlet for sure movies across the u.s will cost three dollars on saturday september 3rd in celebration of national uh cinema cinema day if you never heard of such a holiday before uh, at least in the u.s that's because it never existed until now apparently of course the three dollar ticket price not including tax by the way applies across all tickets formats and showtimes and yes this includes imax and 3d movies i can't remember the last time i, I went to a 3d movie t it's been a while um I, I love 3D movies, but my if I try to go with my siblings, my siblings hate 3D movies. They just hate it. They just they hate 3D movies. But I I'm the only weird one in the family that enjoys 3D movies. Uh, so far, a growing list of uh, 3000 theaters, including popular chains like Regal, Cinemark and AMC have agreed to these terms for the new holiday. You may not want to count out your local independent run theaters uh, either because there's a lot of independent uh, theaters out there in the world a list of participant theaters viewed by the verge we've of course they spotted a few smaller locations like star max cinemas and vandala illinois and the we we fleet cinema drive-in a personal favorite at cape cod massachusetts so of course you've got a lot of You've got a lot of you got a lot of theaters that are participating in National Cinema Day. Of course, I uh, probably will be in meetings that day, but it's always good to see that, you know, they're doing something like that. And I'm quite, quite excited uh, for National Cinema Day. You know, we might we might announce something else, right, because we've got the document coming out. We might give you guys on National Cinema Day on Saturday. We might give you guys another sneak peek of a new movie that's coming out next year. I announced it, of course, Hardline Second Term. Yes, as the music drops there. We are still working on that movie, guys, by the way. Um, I'm excited. Not to get sidetracked, but we're talking about cinema. I'm excited for that movie because we we finally got Unreal Engine 5. 
And we're changing some things, guys. That's all I can say is we're changing a whole heck of a lot when it comes down to our movie making process with KLP Entertainment. So again, just stay tuned, right? Just just stay tuned. That's all I got to say. Just just stay tuned uh, because it is coming, guys. So that's going to wrap it up here on the podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Please remember to like, comment, and subscribe if you're watching the video versions. And also, uh, if you're listening to the audio version, thank you so much for that. Stay tuned tomorrow, guys. We're going to be coming right back here for another new episode of KLP Aftermath Season 4, live from the Huey Lee Recording Room. And also, another announcement, stay tuned for Wednesday for Shell Purcell's Mr. Sugar Mama, but also another episode of KOP in the Morning live from the Robert Woodruff Library at Emory University's Atlanta campus. So excited for them. Thank you, uh, Emory University in general, for allowing us to do our shows. We love doing this stuff for you guys, and it just works out really, really well. So that's going to wrap it up here. KOP Aftermath. Hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show. Remember to, to stay safe and stay swanky. It's the KOP Aftermath. You're locked into the man. Check this out. Here we go. It's time. You're live and in the mix with ATL Zone. KOP. Yo, what's going on? This is Jersey Drake. Hi, this is Rihanna. Hey, what's up? This is Luda Chris. What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. You're rocking with the best. It's the number one station place in the airway. Right here, so keep it locked. What's up, y'all? This is Beyonce, and you're listening to my station. Powered by the Core 94.